0: Welcome to Catholic Family Matters with your hosts, Paul Kaczynski and Betsy Lashley.
1: A podcast where we share a little bit about our lives of faith in an effort to encourage families to live courageously Catholic lives, to love Jesus more, and to learn to see the divine in the everyday events of our family life. So come along with us to
0: find encouragement, hope, and maybe a little laughter along the way, because Family Family matters.
1: Matters. Have you found yourself struggling with your prayer life? Today in episode thirty, Betsy and I discuss what prayer is and isn't, how important it is to us as Christians, especially during the season of Lent, as well as some practical tips to give your prayer life a jumpstart, even if you think you might not need it.
0: Episode thirty. Wow.
1: Three zero. How about you spare me the chit chat? I'm going to take uh, your chit chat in
0: the chitty chitty chat chat chat, chat chat in the chit chat.
1: Paul, what's going on? So I'm going to give a shout out to some of my kids. I I was say this. Some of your kids? That's dangerous. I know. I love all my kids. So um, first one is my son, Anthony, senior this year in high school. He, uh, We went and toured Calhoun Community College with the cross-country coach a few weeks ago. And um, she mentioned that she had a um another boy to talk to and there was only one scholarship left and that she'd let him know you know around this time if he got the scholarship or you know she gave it to the other one and so he got a call this past friday saying that he got the scholarship gonna give him the scholarship so he's gonna be running track tuition fees everything cross country related paid for for the next two years. Oh, that's awesome. So, Congratulations. Yeah, we're, pretty, we're pretty excited to go. Um, my daughter, Marianna is playing lacrosse. She's a freshman, uh, in high school and she's playing lacrosse this year and they won their first game. Nice. It's a, it's a rough team. They're, they're having a blast out there, but it's, it's from the, the skills portion of it. They're, they're oh. a lot of them are brand new. They've yeah. only been playing lacrosse. well, when did the season start? Like two months ago. That's mm-hmm. how long they've been playing lacrosse. So, so you know, it's it's been trying, but they they won their first game. That's awesome last weekend. So yay! And then the third one, my uh, son Jonathan, uh, my eleven year old, he is on his archery team in his elementary school, and they took second place in the regional tournament.
0: Wow! This
1: past week. So yeah. So
0: that is awesome. So
1: exciting times coming up and having fun and. That's good. Yeah. So what's going on with you, Betsy?
0: Uh, so this week I had the opportunity to speak to a group of high schoolers at JP two Catholic high school. Uh, the, one of the teachers there asked me to be on a panel of people who work in ministry. And this is what I find interesting. And first of all, I loved it because I got to talk about my two things that I love, <laughs> which is Jesus and then nutrition, because that's I, I, I it, this, the goal of the talk was, like, tell your your personal story of how you came to do what you do. Okay. And so I had to begin with my um. degree in nutrition and then kind of went on from there. So that was really great. But the interesting thing that I heard in that was when he wrote us the, the email to kind of say, hey, I'd like to ask you to be on this panel. Would you be willing to do it? And he said, when I was in high school, I didn't even know that lay people could work in leadership in the church. Hmm. And I thought that just that whole comment just kind of stuck. Stuck with me. Oh, and I should probably say his name. Dylan Jedlovic is the person I'm talking oh. about. He does another podcast colloquium. Yeah, and, and so he and I talk about things like this all the time. But he made that comment in the email. And I just thought that is such an interesting thing. And I think sometimes as adults, we take for granted the things that young people that we think they should know. And they they really, there isn't a lot of understanding unless they've had a personal experience with someone or something. They may not know that things like this exist. I mean, and part of my story, too, was that I became a um, because of a a simple elective class that I went to. But in sitting in the class, I was just stunned by how much I loved the subject matter. And that changed the course Mm. of my life. So I didn't even know diet existed. Somebody had to explain to me what that was before <laughs> right, I became one.
1: Right. So In the name of the Father, Father and the, the Son, and Son, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for everything that you've given to us we ask that you come and open our hearts as we discuss how to enter into a conversation with you we ask that the holy spirit guide us in coming to understand what it means to be in that conversation with you and we ask all this through jesus name amen amen in the name in the of the father, father son and the holy, holy spirit, spirit. Amen. amen have you found jesus yet do no. I didn't know I was supposed to be looking for him, so.
0: Okay, so that was a nice opening prayer to start our podcast on prayer. Right. So um, today, I think this is a great time to- I'm very excited about this topic. I think I say that every single podcast. <laughs> um, we
1: talk about some pretty good stuff.
0: But this has really been on my mind a lot lately, and I think maybe it's because of because it's Lent. Right. I think also it's because we did the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's because you're doing Exodus 90. And this is really a topic that's kind of been on your mind lately, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm excited. How, where are we going to start? So what is prayer? What is prayer? Oh, no. Definition time. Yeah. So.
1: Well, before we go to the catechism, um, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot, um, these three-legged stools, um, like the... the Teaching of the Church, we have the Scripture tradition and the Magisterium. Mm-hmm. In Curcio, we have piety, study, and evangelization. And in Lent, we have prayer, prayer fasting, fasting, and thanksgiving. And so, obviously, one of those is prayer. And so, um, so we'll start there. So, from the Catechism, uh, paragraph number twenty five ninety, it says that prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God, or the requesting of good things from God.
0: And I, I like saint therese of Lisieux mm-hmm. always referred to prayer as a surge of the heart it is a simple look turned toward heaven it is a cry of recognition and of love embracing both trial and joy and i think that's a fantastic way of looking at prayer and in my own life i i've got to come through a lot of things and and i think your prayer life changes and and grows mm-hmm. as you get older mm-hmm. And I most recently, I, I really think that doing the Bible in a Year podcast changed the way I look at everything. It changed the way I looked at scripture. It changed so many things. Right. And after finishing that, I moved from, from doing the Bible in a Year podcast to reading scripture. And then I have a book that i use it's called the better part by john bartunek i think i've mentioned it before and that talks about scripture a, s- a small piece of scripture and then it kind of helps you meditate on it oh, okay. and i found that the way that my prayer life has changed is that i have much more contemplation as a result of that reading scripture and then kind of meditating on what i read and the other day, I even had an experience of prayer where that contemplation went on for close to two hours. Oh, wow. Well, and I don't want you to picture like that I was sitting quietly contemplating the scripture. I was going on with my day, but that scripture followed oh, okay. me throughout the next two hours. And I contemplate, and, and I don't necessarily suggest this as a method of contemplation, but it was kind of something that happened and I would really like that to be the way that I pray every day, where I bring that prayer with me into my day. And I, it just was an extraordinary thing. Oh. After two hours, I thought, I am still thinking about <laughs> this. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. God, um, God is good. Anyway, so that was a different thing, and I know we're going to talk a lot about contemplation today. But
1: yeah, yeah. So before we do that, um, so there's there's a lot of a lot of saints kind of define prayer for themselves and essentially what, what, um, what I think what it boils down to from what I, what I gather from, from them is that it's a two-way conversation with God or, you know, it's something that's active and not, not just passive. Um, you know, it's kind of a relationship where you can share all of yourself and know that you're loved. Um, so think, how I does that differ
0: from, you think the way people typically approach prayer? I mean, when I was younger, I probably just Trade things.
1: Right. And that, that, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, as Catholics, we are great at rope prayer. Um, you know, one, one of the things that we, we kind of suck at is just saying prayers off the cuff and <laughs> evidenced by my, my opening prayer, yeah. which, you know, it wasn't great, but it's, you know, it's, it got the point across and, and, you know, being an engineer you know, I, I kind of like formulas and processes. And one of the things I learned when, uh, going through, um, doing a T squared program over at, over at Holy Spirit was, um, you know, there's the, the four forms of prayer or the, the acronym ACTS, um, A-C-T-S, um, which is adoration, contrition, Thanksgiving, and supplication word. And when you, when you pray, you should you know it's it's right and proper to include all four of those in your prayer. So adoration is that acknowledging that God is good, giving God all praise. Um, contrition, acknowledging our sinfulness and asking for forgiveness. Thanksgiving is the gratitude for the gift of life and the gifts gifts plural of life, and then supplication, asking for God to fulfill our needs and the needs of others. And so when when you, you know, it's, when, once you have that, you know, in your mind and it, it takes some practice, it's one of those things that you know, I'm still, I'm still working on. But when you, when you pray off the cuff, you know, if you include all those things, you know, you, you have a full and proper prayer for, um, uh, for, for opening that communication mm-hmm. with God. Then, then comes the listen. So, as I said before, it's a two-way conversation. You know, it's not just us talking to God, but then we have to turn around and be quiet and listen.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now it's your turn to listen to me just okay, for a second. go for it. So you, you talked about ACTS, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's some real-life practical advice that you're going to give us in just a minute, so start thinking about that because we're not going to tell people that they need to do a prayer ACTS without showing them how to do it. You know that, right? Okay. So be ready. Okay. Okay. So the one that I've always struggled with, I mean, we all know what contrition is. We can all be sorry for things. Mm -hmm. We know what Thanksgiving is. Thank you, God, for all the good things. Supplication, asking, oh, help me Lord with this. But how do you adore God in your prayer? Like, what does that, what does that look like? This is one that I am probably the least familiar with. And I had to, in, in doing this type of prayer, I really had to think and sit with this for a while. The whole idea of adoration, Mm because that does not, I don't think that just comes naturally to me. So maybe you have a suggestion for me.
1: So, um, I don't know. I don't know if this is what you were thinking, but, um, in Exodus 90, they, um, they have you do they call it a holy hour which typically when I think of a holy hour I think of going in front of the whole Blessed Sacrament and praying for an hour um, this is just having a holy hour a conversation with God and what they do is they they actually have their own formula which kind of goes along with this um, we're spending you spend an hour in prayer okay. with God and and um, so the opening is um, where you, Give a um. It says this is a time of verbal prayer before the Lord, giving Him praise and asking mercy. And I think that for me, that becomes my adoration. So this is when I, this is where I start out. So
0: adoration. Maybe I could replace that word with praise.
1: Praise. Right. Okay. You are God. I am not. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Uh, And I just for five minutes, breathe in and breathe out. You are God. I am not. Yeah. Have mercy on me, a sinner. And. You know, once you, one thing, part of that, you give the praise to God. It's also, it's also contrition in there. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah. Um, But then you also like that prayer, that, that breathing in, um, you are God. I am not breathing in, have mercy on me, a sinner. After five minutes of breathing in and out doing that, then you know it helps kind of calm my mind so that I can get to that contemplation part oh. of the prayer as well and how
0: often do you or people say to you or people say to me all the time i can't i just can't pray because my mind is going right. i've also learned to kind of just lean right into that which yep. is i mean it is really a struggle yeah. it, but there are times when i sit down to pray and i go Pfft. Yeah. I I can't, this is just not right now. It's not working right now for me. And so I lean into that and say, okay, God, like I take all of these thoughts and help me out with this.
1: Right. Right. Cause you know, if somebody says, all right, clear your mind, boom, 15 thoughts go in my head.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. So, So. well, thank you with that. A with the adoration, because I think I probably do this. Um, I just don't think I recognize it, but how many times do you walk into church And you go, hi, God, I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you're here, and thank you for being here with me today. Like, I just, I think I take that part for granted. And so that's why A kind of means a little bit more to me. I'm very familiar with contrition. I'm very familiar with Thanksgiving. It's very easy to be thankful for things and then for asking God things. But that A... I, I think it's a lesser-known thing. I, maybe I'm not the only one. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that goes,
1: yeah, that's the
0: easy part, Betsy.
1: <laughs> well, also, um, another way to think of it is the Mass itself is con- contains all four of those. So, you know, the glory to God in the highest, that's your adoration. Um, then we have the the contrition, where we ask, we ask for forgiveness. The penitential rite. The penitential right. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then Thanksgiving, which... What does Eucharist mean? Thanksgiving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And then supplication. Um, we always have prayers the prayers of, of the, the faithful. faithful. Yeah, uh,
0: Very cool connection. Thank yeah. you. That's really good. And But I think sometimes we've gone to Mass for 20 years or more, and you kind of forget right. all of those things. But the entire Mass is yep. how we adore God. Exactly. Yes. yes. And that is also something that I have kind of had to come to terms with because we tend to have that consumer the the consumer attitude that when I go to mass, I have to get something out of it.
1: Right. And that is actually that's not, not yeah, the
0: purpose yeah. of it. It's the purpose is to say you are God and I will give you all the glory for this hour. And when, I think when you get that, it can, it can change. It can change the way you approach things. Mm-hmm. So, and mm-hmm. we could go into the mass, but that <laughs> right, would not be a right. topic of prayer.
1: <laughs> hey, that's a good topic for one of our episodes.
0: It could be the mass. Yeah. I love that. So, Okay. So we know that prayer builds a relationship. And the only point I want to make about that is that God really wants to have a friendship with us. Right. And you cannot have a friendship with someone if you don't spend time with them.
1: Or if you're doing all the talking.
0: Or if you're doing all the talking. Yeah. It is definitely a two-way street. And when I think of this, I kind of, I kind of, I think of my friend who, when COVID hit. We were we were pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. But when COVID hit, we were all so isolated and she would come over every Friday. She and her husband would come over and the four of us would gather. And as a result of that every Friday routine, we got into a comfort level of friendship that increased exponentially. Mm. Wow. And there is nothing more beautiful than having a friend that you can say can I come over, or or can you come over, or at the drop of a hat?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. I mean, there's a. I don't do that with all my friends. Right, right. I. D- I don't have that comfort level with everybody. I don't have that comfort level to say I need a dress for blank. Can I come over and look in your closet? <laughs> I don't even yeah, have that I comfort level say. with my family. <laughs> yeah. I mean that. In. And, and it grew out of that weekly huh. gathering that we had. That w- that was full of ups and downs right, right. I mean, because sometimes we would gather on a Friday and there would be difficult things and we would struggle to like get our groove on and, and we laughed about that, we joked about that and anyway, I think that's what God wants from us. Yep. And I think we have to give God that intentional time and we just so often fail to do it. but there can be great fruit that comes from that consistency in meeting with God and of course God doesn't want to meet with us just on every Friday. He right. wants a part of us every, every day. day. yep. So how do you do that? And you do it through prayer. But so often we don't we don't do it well. Right. So
1: So there are different ways to pray.
0: Um we've uh, talked about one of them. We talked a little bit about contemplation yeah, a lot. But yeah. before contemplation, what comes?
1: Um so we have vocal so this is, this is the, um, you know, the praying out loud music, um, Christian music, um, hymns. Um, what, what's that? What's that quote? When you sing, you pray twice. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. Um, the rope prayers, the rosary, um, chaplet of divine mercy, things like that. Um, penance going to, um, the sacrament of reconciliation. That's a, you know, you, 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 it's a, it's a verbal prayer. Um, and like I said, mass, mass covers all these things. So, um, the other one is meditation. Um, you know, it's active engagement of the mind, uh, imagination and emotion to help us focus. Uh, Lectio Divina, Le- Lectio Divina is one of those.
0: Yeah, I like that one. Um, well, I like Lectio Divina because of its association with scripture. And right. what I have found in, in my life is that scripture is is a very important part to prayer. So today we had our Friday morning mass and breakfast and Deacon Greg joined us. <laughs> and he said, So I was hoping that this morning in our conversation that you guys would help us help me write my homily. I gotta do a homily on Sunday and like I thought maybe our conversation might inspire that. So it was actually a really cool discussion. And I, I said, okay, we'll read the readings for the weekend. And he's like, which readings? And I'm like, read all of them. And read the psalm. And so he read them. And then I said, mm, read them again. And then we kind of went around the room and we said, okay, like, if you were going to write a homily on these three readings that you just heard, the three readings and the psalm, what would you talk about? Like, pull one thing out And this really is the recipe for Lexio Divini, if you don't know what it is. (laughs) And you don't usually use three readings in a psalm for Lexio Divini. You usually use a smaller part. But the very cool thing about this gathering was that the guys in the group really picked up on scripture and they really talked about the scripture and the readings on Sunday and the association between the first and the second, and then the the gospel to the first reading. And f- coming up this Sunday for Mass, it's the reading, the gospel reading is the Transfiguration. Oh, okay. okay. And so there was a lot of really good stuff in there. Yeah. But I, I sat back and watched these guys talk about Scripture, and oh my, my heart was full. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was really actually quite great. Yeah. And we made the point that when you read Scripture— it speaks to your heart uniquely every time you read it. And so each one of us kind of had a different perspective about what the transfiguration meant, and it, and it spoke to our hearts that day. And for me, in that particular group of readings, mm-hmm. it was the psalm. And we kind of talked about this this light and darkness. And if, when you get to Mass on Sunday, you'll understand when you hear the first reading and then the, the gospel, because the transfiguration is really about... You know, Jesus becomes glorified, dazzling white. Right, right. Um, And it was, but this was, to me, I thought, if you don't use scripture in your prayer life, you need to start. Because it's such a good way to bring your mind to those things of God. And we really brought it full circle. And, and I really thought it, it made that conversation so much better and so much more important. Right, right. I have no idea if we helped Deacon Greg make his homily or not, but the conversation was really good. In Lexio Divina, uh, it helps you to really pray properly with scripture. And so the four parts of it are reading, meditating, and then talking to God about what you've read, and then contemplating. Right. Um, and so those are the, it's really a very simple approach. I think we think it's fancy because there's a fancy name associated with it, but it is not terribly fancy. And it's really something that everyone, that's really the prayer that I do every morning is getting something out of that gospel reading that is meaningful to me and carrying it around with me all day long and learning from it. So that's Lexio Divina.
1: Yeah. And so, so this isn't quite Lexio Divina, but again, in the holy hour for, um, Exodus 90, the second part. So the first part is that, um, uh, praise, praising God and asking his mercy. The the second part is scripture reading. So there's always a scripture reading from Exodus with a reflection. And then there's a a gospel reflection or a reflection on the gospel reading from mass that day. So say they always include, um, scripture into the holy hour as well.
0: Mm, Very good.
1: Um, so another thing you can meditate on is the writing of the saints. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're really advanced, because you know, some of those pull out, pull out the summa from, uh, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas.
0: Yeah. I probably uh, won't be uh, doing right. that. Yeah.
1: I won't. I probably won't either. Um, um
0: St. Faustina's diary is really good. Yeah. The writings of St. Teresa of Lisieux uh, are kind of, are, are very, you know, people life changing, um, mother Teresa of Calcutta also right. very good.
1: Right. Um, and then again, mass, you yeah. know. It's proper to meditate during mass, especially you know like you just mentioned about the scripture the readings for the for each mass or um, just having God talk to your heart. yeah. Um, and then the last way to pray is contemplation, which we've kind of we've kind of discussed, but I'd like to discuss that probably a little. So we've
0: got three ways, vocal, meditation, and contemplation. And we've talked a lot about contemplation, but right. the one point I want to make about this is, that I, I think in our world today, and working with college students and young people and young adults, there there isn't a lot of silence right. in our lives. Our lives are very busy. And I, I mean, you've noticed this in yourself because when you stand in line at a grocery store, you can't help but try to scroll through your phone and do something. Right. Um, you can't sit in your living room and just be. Because you've always got something to do. Well, let me turn on the TV or let me listen to music or I have to be busy. I have to do, 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 do. And how
1: many times have you like had your laptop with you with the TV on and then your phone sitting right next to you? Oh, my gosh. The
0: incredible multitasker. Yes, I'm married to one of those. And that I I really think people need more silence in their lives. And you cannot hear the voice of God unless you shut your big fat pie hole
1: and she said it
0: mic drop that's a (laughs) mic drop moment i and and this is i'm only i'm speaking to myself really right, right because i always want to fill all the silence and i have really taken a lot of time in my prayer life most recently to sit and think through and listen to what god has to say it's a very important point and that i'm still learning really but uh i think it is i think it's everything
1: right and so going back to exodus 90 um They've, they've set, so it's five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, and five minutes. That's how they've broken down the the hour. That 20 minutes is contemplation. Okay. Right. Smack dab in the middle. And that's the biggest portion is
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So anything else about contemplation, vocal, meditative contemplation, three types. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you could give someone one piece of advice about praying, what would it be?
1: Just have that conversation. Don't, you know, it doesn't, you know, rope prayers are, are good. If that's the way you want to start out, that's what you're comfortable with. But, you know, just get to a point where you're, you're just having a conversation. And, you know, it's just telling God how your day is, Um, you know, asking for forgiveness, asking for intercessions, but then just, you bring one thing to him each day, and then just be quiet and listen.
0: Oh, and here's the quiz portion of our day. So if you were going to sit down right now and follow Acts to pray mm-hmm. a, a brief prayer today, can you do that for us right now? I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, my gosh. But this is, this is like real time. And okay, to make it easier, we can do it together. Like one line for each of the ACTS. Okay. So adoration. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of this day. Oh, no, that's not it? Because that's, that's thankfulness. That's right. Okay.
1: Dear Lord, you are, the, you are an omniscient being, and you are the most powerful being in the world. Very good. Adoration. Contrition.
0: Uh, contrition. See, contrition. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Lord, for all the times that I have failed to do what you want me to do. Thanksgiving.
1: Thank you for the blessings of this day. That's good. it can be as simple as that. Yeah.
0: Supplication. Please help me to do better at being who you need me to be today and always. Amen. Amen. Nice. Okay, good. I it, To me, that's a very practical way of doing it. Yeah, and like, yeah. I have to do that in my head. Because I have to figure out, and I mean, I don't think we can tell people to pray without showing them.
1: Right, right, right. right.
0: And so often, I think um, people need to hear those things. I I get the opportunity to pray with a lot of people out loud, like in my students too. When I call on them, Mm -hmm. okay, so and so, do the prayer for today, and they freak the heck out, (laughs) and they go, and then, but they, there's such beautiful things come out of people when they forget about what they say and they right. allow the holy spirit to kind of guide the prayer right. and that's what that's, i'll always yeah, tell them just just shut your shut your mind down and let the holy spirit do the hard work Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's amazing what comes out so i think that's really cool
1: so betsy what's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody so i think
0: my biggest suggestion would be that you need to celebrate the good things and i think that we often just think that we we suck so bad at prayer that we give up or we think I don't do that very well. And I hear people all the time. Well, I fall asleep. You know, I mean, you, yeah, you know, yeah. both of us fall asleep during yeah. prayer and well, I can't get up early or I don't want to do this or I just get stuck. And then I don't know what to do or, you know, God wants the messy. He, he's okay with the messy. And oftentimes, sometimes if you're just consistent enough. And I think for me, I, I think that is what has happened with me as I just kept with it for a long time and I, I think I might be making some headway right. into doing and having a good prayer life. Right. Um, but I had to let go of perfection. Yeah. And on those days where I can't, where there's too much of a jumble in my head, I need to just let that go and look at another time where I can do it more specifically or even just the next day start again. Yeah. So I, my big suggestion would be persevere persevere in the habit and and just know that it's something that you're gonna do every single day yeah. without a fail
1: I think another way to fr- phrase that would be to get out of God's way yeah and let him let yeah. him take over Yeah, I like that all right um so I thought we would give Betsy a little quiz on what is prayer and what isn't so it's time to quiz Betsy well. All right, I have here in my hand several things, and Betsy's going to say whether they are a prayer or are not a prayer. All right, are you ready, Betsy?
0: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm scared. All right. Help me, Lord.
1: First one's easy. First one's easy. All right. The rosary. Is it a prayer? A prayer. Correct. Mm. Meditative. Any questions? All right, and this is a, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Steve Kirsch, because i think he put these together for our t-squared program okay there, very good if if not i'm sure i'll get corrected um all right second one getting a little more difficult here i don't i the the right or wrong answer i have to add that
0: oh you have right. to add it
1: yeah dang it okay yeah. all right so that's fine go ahead <laughs> um second one a walk in the woods not, not a prayer a prayer only it is a prayer only if it does not replace mass you can walk in nature and say that again it's only a prayer if it if it does not replace mass
0: oh okay so like you can't say oh i'm gonna skip mass today and go for a walk in the woods because that's my prayer time exactly okay but then you should have said walk in the woods and say a prayer or talk to god but okay i'm not who's made some words here not me paul (laughs) okay go ahead did Um, i get that one wrong
1: uh you know how competitive uh, i am yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: for the purposes of this podcast i'm right all the time <laughs>
1: <laughs> sleep
0: no not a prayer
1: not a prayer unless god speaks to you in a dream Ooh, not a prayer unless but,
0: you're yeah. samuel or elijah or-
1: right okay exactly. all right cool good mass
0: a prayer, a prayer. The, ultimate. the ultimate the big granddaddy it says the ultimate prayer <laughs> nice
1: all right listening to music
0: can be a prayer if it's Christian music.
1: It depends on the it depends on the music. Yep. All right, working in a soup kitchen. Yes, a prayer. Praising God through work. Yep. Going to reconciliation.
0: A prayer. Um, you already told. Yeah, yeah. No. Thank you for giving me that. Yeah. Answer. yeah.
1: Reading a book. Mm, if it's a spiritual book, it could be a prayer. Mm-hmm. It's just like the music, it depends on what you're reading. Yep. Taking the Eucharist to the sick. Yes, a prayer. Yep, being God's presence to another. Yep. All right, uh, studying theology. Is that a prayer?
0: I don't know. No, yes, yes, no.
1: <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> it is because you are deepening your understanding of God.
0: Okay, excellent.
1: All right, singing a hymn. We've gone over prayer. this. Prayer. Yep uh reading the bible we've gone over that already prayer obviously yeah, I probably yeah. should have done these before yeah anyway reading about a saint's life Again, prayer we've done that already yep watching the sunset
0: i guess it could be a prayer if you're thanking god for his fantastic glory
1: right. yeah. and it is a prayer unless you're skipping prayer to do it okay um and the creed a prayer a prayer yep
0: Okay, very good. And right. the point of that quiz, I like it because I think it goes to my suggestion, and that is that you can really pray always and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And in everything that you do, really, if you use it to glorify God, it can be prayer. That was a, so that was a really good quiz. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. liked that. Yeah. Even though I feel like maybe I got a 50%. I don't know.
1: Good job, Betsy. Good job.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Okay, for a Catholic social media Exodus 90 reflection today, um, I have one very appropriate for our topic today. Excellent. So again, I think this was from, I wish I, I should have written down what date this gospel reading was. I think it was from this week, um, but it's um, from Matthew when Jesus goes over the Lord's Prayer. Okay. So, so the reflection goes like this. Today, let us take a closer look at the Lord's Prayer. First, Jesus considers false religion of those who pray with their lips, but not with their lives. In Jesus' time, Gentile pagans would recite long lists of divine names to gain the favor of multiple gods, and they would pray for long periods to ensure that they were heard. The pagans lacked faith. They were just trying to cover the bases, without having any kind of personal relationship with their deities. But God the Father knows our needs before we ever utter a word. Therefore, Jesus emphasizes faith and a personal relationship in prayer. Jesus teaches us how to pray by first addressing God as our Father. The first person plural immediately reorients us to the reality that we are not alone in prayer. On the contrary, all people can call upon God as Father, since we all have equal dignity being created by God. Therefore, the prayer is not an individual prayer, such as my Father so much as it is a prayer spoken from the heart of the entire church. Even though we are not divine by nature, we are God's children through baptism. And this makes us partakers in God's divine nature by grace. While calling God Father is not unheard of, it is certainly not the norm. Keeping this in mind, we see the unique relationship between Jesus and the Father highlighted when he refers to God as Father some 17 times in the Sermon on the Mount alone. Hallowed be your name is a declaration. Holy is your name, O Lord. God's name ought to be something set apart from profane speech. Your kingdom come is a petition that God to God that his kingdom would descend upon earth once and for all. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven is a petition for things to be set right down here. And it is also taking God that it is also asking God that all men be saved. The second part of the prayer petitions God for practical human needs in body and soul. Give us this day our daily bread could be translated and understood as bread for the day, bread for the coming day, or the supernatural bread, since the Greek is unclear. Therefore, it is possible that it is a reference to the miracle bread that God gave Israel while they wandered in the desert for 40 years, and reference to the self-gift of Jesus as the bread of life. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us is the only conditional part of the whole prayer. Essentially, we will not be forgiven our sins if we do not forgive the sins of the, uh, excuse me. Essentially, we will not be forgiven our sins if we do not forgive others of their sins against us. Jesus's disciples, Christians, must forgive all people for all things, no exceptions. Forgiveness is a form of love Lead us not into temptation is a prayer asking the Father not to allow us to be tested beyond our strength. In actuality, it is more a reminder to us that God's grace is enough, no matter what difficult situations present themselves. When analyzing Jesus' life, we see that he led by example. His life is a perfect mirror of the perfect prayer. While Jesus was on the cross, while he was being crucified for our sins, even though he was an innocent victim, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. What a glorious leader! As men, we would do well to learn to pray that our Father slowly, meditating upon the weight of each word and phrase.
0: Perfect suggestion. Because I think I think too, we often pray the words that we know without yep. really thinking them through, and yep. it takes it's a good good practice during this Lenten time to pray slowly mm-hmm. the prayers that we often and pray.
1: Meditate. Exactly. On each word and phrase.
0: Yep. All Very right. good. Thank you. All right.
1: So how about a song, Betsy?
0: All right, I have a song by Riley Clemens. This was released in twenty eighteen, so it's a little bit older, but it works perfectly into this topic as well because the title is Broken Prayers. It's a it's a neat little song. Verse two goes like this. You want my tears every messy word every scar and every fear you want all I have with no holding back when I'm hurt at my worst you meet me there because you see the beauty in my broken prayers't the every mess you wear, every scar and- So take a listen to that and tell me what you think. I think it's fantastic. All right, in closing today, I have a, a quote from the... It's an, actually an excerpt from the book, The Life of Christ by Fulton J. Sheen. And I heard this in a meditation this week and I thought it was... I just thought it was exceptional. So I wanted to share it with you and we'll close in in prayer with this meditation. Uh, this is a an excerpt about the repentant thief on the cross. When Jesus was on the cross, he had the good thief and the bad thief right. on his right and his left. So this is um, about the repentant thief who actually asked for to be with Jesus in heaven. So this is how it goes. A dying man asked a dying man for eternal life. A man without possessions asked a poor man for a kingdom. A thief at the door of death asked to die like a thief and steal paradise. One would have thought a saint would have been the first soul purchased over the counter of Calvary by the red coins of redemption. But in the divine plan, it was a thief who was the escort of the king of kings into paradise. If our Lord had come merely as a teacher, the thief would never have asked for forgiveness. But since the thief's request touched the reason of his coming to earth, namely to save souls, the thief heard the immediate answer, I promise thee this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. It was the thief's last prayer, perhaps even his first. He knocked once, sought once, asked once, dared everything, and found everything. When even the disciples were doubting and only one was present at the cross, the thief owned and acknowledged him as Savior. And Lord, today we ask you to help us during this Lenten time to come into the mess of our lives, to come into our broken and difficult way of talking to you, in the imperfect attempts at prayer that we have. Help us to see that you can redeem all of those things that we offer you. And we ask this in your most holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy, holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, that'll wrap it up for today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Catholic Family Matters.
0: Remember to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast listener, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen.
1: Join us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at Matters, which is at C-A-T-H-F-A-M-M-A-T-T-E-R-S.
0: Check out our website at www.catholicfamilymatters.com.
1: And you can always send us an email at feedback at catholicfamilymatters.com. We are your hosts, Paul Kaczynski
0: and Betsy Lashley, or just another sexy bald guy
1: and a girl without a filter. Till Til next, next time. time, see you, Paul. See ya.